You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. How can you find success at the intersection of marketing, tech, and data? We learn best practices to get amazing results from a UA marketer at a fast-growing fintech app. So stay tuned for this and more in episode number 398. Cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection. Equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy Ann Sauls. Thanks, Ricky, and thank you for joining Mobile Presence. I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, and founder of Mobile Groove. And today, as I said at the top of the show, it's all about how marketers, how you can find success at the intersection of marketing, tech, and data. I mean, it's a given. We're all talking about marketing automation. We know algorithms are essential. It's the core of data-driven marketing, but it's also important to conduct rigorous testing and, and experimentation to generate authentic and meaningful insights. That means human. And my guest today talks about both, and he addresses the big question, how do you turn efficient into optimal? And he should know because he is a mobile hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. He also manages app acquisition and performance optimization at Mint. He's part of the UA team there where he focuses on the finance app Gcash, the leading mobile wallet platform in the Philippines. So AJ Wang, thanks so much for coming to Mobile Presence today. Thank you guys for having me. So AJ, I I mentioned at the top, you're really in the in sort of like that space of talking about human understanding data. Um, maybe you can tell me a little bit about your career in mobile marketing because it sounds to me as if you've brought these two together in in a very unique way. Absolutely. So I came into my career in mobile marketing as a fresh graduate. 
So I came into the field without very much of a background, but I did have an understanding of what, what I wanted. So it was a mix of both uh, technology and um, human insights. Coming from a very humanitarian background, I wanted to get both um, in that right uh, sweet spot. Right? So um, the first two years of my career in UA um, have been very uh, turbulent, but also have been among the most challenging years of my life in terms of uh, learning, because the agility at which we have to learn different aspects um, really comes at you. So um, I spent the first two years of my career really learning about um, not just the data and how to leverage it, but also the tech and how to actually read the different parts of ad tech. And that's what you're going to be telling us about today. And that's also what you've written a blog about as well. And I'll be telling listeners about that a little bit later. I mean, just curious um, that you bring it together like that. So so what is it? Did you want something in humanities first and then you came over to tech? Because it's not too often you get people who get both hemispheres of the brain. <laughs> well, I'd like to hope that I still do have that. <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I find that my passion is really in the humanities, so that's philosophy, that's literature, and I find mm -hmm. that um, because of that, what I want to do is really talk to people and uh, understand what makes them tick. And you can see in that very moment where that becomes something akin to marketing, because you want to understand where your users are coming from. But if you want to drive scale and if you want to drive um, massive reach, then you can't just keep talking to one person. You have to have the help of uh, machines and algorithms to get you to that level. So because you can marry those two so neatly in performance marketing, um, it's more or less a no-brainer. Yeah, and it's, it's, and it's, it's going to be a lifetime thing to, uh, to master. Absolutely. And, and you're focused on UA for Gcash, which is a finance app, but it's more like a super app, and it's probably something else. And it's probably also, you know, you have to start with a very human approach as well because you sort of let the person decide what they're going to get out of your app. Tell me a little bit about that that user journey, that experience. And maybe I can also give a bit of a background about the app. Absolutely. Uh, the, mm -hmm. So the Gcash app is a mobile wallet in the Philippines. It actually is one of the first in the world, but it only started ramping up scale uh, in scale rather quite recently. So um, the thing about the Philippines is that people are generally digital averse. They like having their cash on hand. And because of that, you have that natural friction between uh, choosing an app and choosing hard cash. But what we're trying to do, therefore, is prove um, that proof of concept right, to the users that maybe having digital wallets is a better thing than just having cash. So um, Gcash as a whole is a mobile wallet that allows people to buy load, send money. Uh, so that's money transfers across different mobile numbers, as well as bank transfers recently, um, and bill payments and online payments as well. And even more recently, and the reason that I mentioned it as a super app as well, is that we've also integrated savings and investment features. So we're a full suite of financial services as well. Um, we also have the data points that help us come up with this thing that we call the G-score. It's like a credit score um, on our end that we use to open a credit line just for you. The reason I bring this up as well is that uh, given that you have that natural tension between digital and uh, physical for these users, you really have to get yourself in the headspace of your users. You have to understand their, uh, their struggles, their uh, hesitations when it comes to moving. And because of that, you have to take a very um, grassroots approach to marketing to them. And, and what you're also doing is you're, you're sort of segmenting first and then cross-selling. You're bringing people in and saying, you came here for whatever part of the app and then I'm going to sort of cross sell you over to that. I'm excited about that because I haven't heard about models 
like that. So, you know, full disclosure, I'll be writing about it probably over at Mobile Marketing Magazine soon. So you'll be out there a couple times, AJ. But, you know, in advance of this article and what will be our deep dive, um, I'm interested in understanding this approach because I think that there's a lot of lessons there for marketers. You know, you sort of like follow the user but make certain you're showing them all the right stuff so they get the most of your app. This is especially useful because we're not just a very diverse app. Uh, we don't just cover your typical conveniences and your financial services, um, but we also cater to a very fragmented audience. So in the Philippines, we do have audiences that are um, just the people who only top up their phones. And we have people who are very, very savvy with investments and uh, invest in the stock market daily. So when you have that entire nation of people um, to segment, you have to really um, come up with your different personas. And therefore, you also have to understand that um, each of these users has a different entry point into your app. So what do I mean by this? It means that the objective of your marketing strategy for a super app isn't necessarily just to acquire a byload user or an investment user. It is to acquire a byload user and eventually teach him that maybe there's a value that he can get from investments. And maybe along the way, what he can do as well is transfer money to his loved ones from afar uh, and even pay a couple of bills. So um, when you have that entire ecosystem within one super app, in this case, Gcash, uh, what you have is a winning formula for retained and quality users. Mm -hmm. What could you share? I mean, you're in UA, but I'm sure you have to think a little bit about the journey, retention. Do you look at that or do you look specifically at UA? We look at both, uh, definitely. Mm -hmm. So UA gives us the, uh, I, I guess, a leading indicator of what the quality of user might be like. Uh, mm -hmm. So we take a couple of signals there, such as their um, time from their registration to their first purchase. And what we can get from that is an insight on intent, right? So their first use case velocity tells us more or less how relevant Gcash really is to them. But apart from that, uh, we also do things um, by looking at how the campaigns perform in terms of how the users develop throughout their lifetime. And when we see that a particular cohort from a particular ad network brings with us, a, let's say, for example, somebody who does buy load, um, send money, and bill payments versus one that just gives us simply uh, bill payments, then that shows us that maybe that ad network is doing something right. And we evaluate the strategies from there uh, to help us get these kinds of users as well. So very much looking at top of the funnel um, because that's going to influence the entire funnel, right? Definitely. Um, we have just a, just a moment before break. I was just curious if you can tell me just a little bit about the, the numbers because what I'm thinking here is that our marketers, our listeners around the world um, can learn quite a lot of, from a company like Gcash, but um, you, it's it's been around for a while, but there's been a recent push. So is it like a new a new brand, a new company? I mean, how how old is the company? How many users does it have? Sure. Um, the company is, in its entirety, roughly 10 years old, actually. If I'm not mistaken, it's ah. um, one of the oldest uh, mobile wallets in the entire world. But only recently did we um, really find that switch. So mm -hmm. back in 2016 was when we started the app um, scale-up process. And okay. given that uh, the entire process is very much exponential, um, the first two or three years were an upward, uh, a steady upward stream. But what we're seeing over the past six to eight months is that we've been skyrocketing, right? Mm. So um, the growth has been exponential to the point that uh, in terms of installs, we've gone from 100,000 to over 10 million uh, in just a couple of wow. months. So um, it's been a story. Uh, it's been a very, very wild roller coaster ride of a story. 
That is wild. And can we give that credit to you, AJ, since you joined? Or... <laughs> no, it's, the, it's entirely the teams. So we have a powerhouse of a team, and that's amazing. Uh-huh. Well, I want to find out more about your company, but also, you know, we're going to be talking about what I said at the top, the little teaser, you know, going from efficient, which is like doing it well, to optimal, which is exactly what you're doing, going gangbusters. I mean, hitting 10 million up from a couple <laughs> hundred thousand. That's a lot to learn, a lot of reasons to come back, listeners, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. We have AJ Wang, responsible for app acquisition and performance marketing at Gcash. And at the top of the show, we were talking about you know the mindset, the, the headspace you have to be in. You have to understand tech. You have to understand data. You have to understand people. But you have a blog, and we'll dive into that in a moment, talking about going from efficient to optimal. But a big part of this is ad tech. And I'd like to hear from you because you're obviously enthusiastic about this. You understand the value of ad tech. But you know, what is the value for a brand or business members, audience listening in? You know, it's about generating value, but what value does it bring? The way to understand ad tech, and uh, this is my understanding of it as well, um, in my first uh, couple of years into uh, UA, is that it's really an enabler. Right, so ad tech is kind of like what gives you wings so that you can fly. Uh, what ad tech does is that it gives you access not just to the entire internet, but a whole wealth of knowledge about your users uh, that you can help uh, that can help you rather extract insights. The value that ad tech brings isn't necessarily just in all of the fancy uh, buzzwords that we keep throwing around, like big data, um, artificial intelligence, machine learning algorithms. Um, once you see behind all of those things you really do see an enabler for growth and an enabler for insight generation. And I think, I guess, to uh, put this a bit more concretely, what we are seeing is that a marketer brings to the table not just, uh, if, not just a sort of proficiency um, in understanding users, but an actual means to communicate with these users, right? The beauty of ad tech, therefore, is that it heightens those skills. 
it takes your um, insight and it transforms it into KPIs that reach the thousands or the hundreds of thousands even. And the value that it really does bring there for is that. I have to follow up on this. You're talking about value. You're talking about KPIs. I have to ask you then, can you share an example of a campaign or give me an idea of some some KPIs that you have just, you know, set off into the stratosphere because of working with marketing automation, working with tech? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so one of the challenges that we've had in Gcash for the past uh, two years is really um, how do we acquire users, right? Um, not just users who install and drop off after the next month, but actually how do we um, acquire quality users? And the question is, um, the answer rather to that question has long since eluded us because uh, we always try to get people to uh, try out the mobile wallet by giving them cash incentives. Um, or we try to give them a discount, for example, at a certain merchant. And what we found is that what people see from that isn't necessarily the value of your app so much as it is the value of the incentive you're giving them. So one of the challenges that we've been facing in Gcash is that over the past few months and even years, we've been struggling to acquire quality users, right? Not just users who uh, install and then drop off a month after using the app. Uh, but users who come into the app without the intention of getting promos or incentives or discounts. Uh, In other words, a quality user, an engaged user. What we've done over the past few months is we've tried also iterating with the cash incentives together with promos from different merchants. And what we found is that people don't see the value of the mobile wallet. What they they instead see is the value of the incentive. So the question to us was always a matter of how do we therefore leverage our platform and our ad networks to get people to understand more uh, what the real value of Gcash is and not just the incentives. And that specifically is what ad tech brought, right? So we were able to leverage not just acquisition campaigns, but even branding campaigns in ad tech uh, for us to really get education out uh, and really help that uh, grease that groove from the awareness funnel down to the install and even down to retention. So what it has done, therefore, is help us cast not just a wide net, but a very, very targeted net into a very fragmented audience in the Philippines, um, and therefore really select and cherry pick where quality users are. That's interesting, because it's not just picking the quality users, but getting the message out that resonates with them. So it's also helped you, you know, we talk about where humans and automation will work, and where they co- where they co-create, where they collaborate. Um, and people say, you know, the industry says it's not, it goes as far as creative and it stops there, but actually it has given you some input to inspire you in your ad creative is what I'm hearing here. Yes, definitely. So, so what's the, what has been the impact? I'm just curious cause you got me going. I'm like, yes, you know, you have to explain a value proposition. Um, if people want the incentive, then you start the incentive and work backwards. What do those campaigns look like? I'm just curious. Did you have to take a more educational tutorial approach to your advertising and to your marketing and branding? How did you, how did you feed that information back into the branding and marketing message? So what we used to do uh, was we'd always harp on our uh, value propositions, not in the form of the uh, features that the app has, but instead on the discounts right, that you can get. So instead of an ad that would say, get Gcash, the leading mobile wallet in the Philippines, what the ad would say is get uh, 20% discount on an online store. What we've tried to do, therefore, given that it's always going to be harder to get a user to install the app without incentivization, is we've tried to understand the user journey a lot more. 
and we tried to make things a lot more conte uh, contextual right to their experiences such that when people see it they don't necessarily see it as an ad what they mm -hmm. see instead is gcash saying hey you might find this useful so using it to be genuinely useful is there anything that you can share about um the targets uh, i mean obviously you've 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 hit yours because you are convinced of the value of um automation and tech in the picture here but you know we're we understand the requirement for ad tech how to reach targets what targets should marketers be aiming for or how can they perhaps even improve their efforts to reach those targets? To me, the biggest question isn't necessarily just how to reach your targets, but mm -hmm. um, it comes even before that. It's defining your targets. Right? Okay. And this is where um, that discussion of turning efficient into optimal also comes in. Because for you to get um, the most value out of your performance marketing channels, you might not necessarily have to refer just to industry ben uh, benchmarks uh, as your source of truth or as your um, main basis for evaluation of your campaigns. Let's say, for example, that um, your KPI is to reduce your cost per install um, all the way down from $1 to 20 cents, or even like uh, 10 cents if you want to be very um, optimistic about it. It's very easy to do that. All you need to do is make sure that you find people who will install your app. Um, and the problem with this is that it's very myopic. It's very short-sighted and doesn't exactly see the rest of the funnel. Now, um, if you're a gaming app and that's all you want, um, and if all you want is for people to actually start uh, the first three levels in your app and then forget about it, then that's all good. Uh, but what is important instead is if you are an app that demands active user engagement and also retention, uh, similar to a mobile wallet, for example, what you have to do, therefore, is redefine your objectives. Look at targets that are a bit lower than the um, install in terms of the funnel, right? You have to look at registrations. You have to uh, look for... Um, activations and eventually you might even have to look at customer lifetime value. So when you have all of this, um, all of these mindsets, right, that are um, floating around, you have to choose the right one for you to completely coalesce into that one neat KPI. And from there, the rest of the efficiencies will follow. Um, mm -hmm. That's because you've already identified what you want to optimize towards, right? And I think um, one of the other things about this is that you have to remember that you are continuously learning. Uh, similar to everything that your account managers and your salespeople will tell you about ad tech, you always have to be in that learning phase. Uh, because when you find that you've reached your targets, it might be time to reevaluate and say that, hey, just because we're efficient here doesn't mean that we could be optimizing towards something that's a lot more efficient. Right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, you have to keep on iterating. You have to keep finding out what it is that works for your users and for your app and therefore keep making it better. And that's the whole idea of going from efficient to optimal. It's this constant process of experimentation, improvement. Tech is gonna help you on that. Um, just in a word, is there a piece of advice? You talked about learning. It's always about learning. Maybe we also <laughs> learn from our mistakes. Maybe just a quick mistake you learned from that keeps you on track here and keeps you thinking about you know, being optimal. One of the mistakes that I uh, ran into was actually being a bit too quick. I tried to go a bit down the funnel. Um, let's say for example that you have an install and 17 more steps down you have a use case or like an in-app action. Um, what I did instead of going through that entire learning process what I, was I jumped the gun and went straight there. It did not work. <laughs> we spent around $10 to get one user who cost us that $10 but in fact we could have gotten more 
uh, for that amount of money. So um, what I learned there was that optimal um, isn't something that you jump in, uh, jump into rather headfirst. It's something that you build up very, very gradually. And when you have a very good understanding of what user behavior is like at each and every level of your funnel, only then can you move on to the next. So the learning process is something that you can't rush, but it's something that ad tech will help you accelerate. I couldn't say it better. And I, I like the idea that you talk about, you know, jumping the gun because that's what happens. A lot of people in, well, not now, but earlier on in UA, it was a little like Las Vegas. It was like, oh, I got all these great installs and they were so cheap <laughs> and let's get more of them and give me some more. I'll go out and borrow some money because I want to go and get some more of them. And, and then you look at what, what really results. And now the industry is really looking at what results um, because that's what matters because otherwise you're just burning cash literally. Um, so great advice. We have to go to break right here, AJ, but I'm eager to come back, understand a little bit more about uh, your special advice to other fintech marketers, you know, because that's a different vertical, different animal completely. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we're back to Mobile Presence with AJ Wang, responsible for app acquisitions and performance marketing at Gcash and a mobile hero, which is why you're here with me today, AJ. Great to have you and been really enjoying our talk. So we're just about to wrap it up, but you are, you know, head uh, responsible rather for app acquisition, performance marketing at a super app, a finance app, a little bit of both really. And there's a special approach for fintech marketers. There's special advice you could offer fintech marketers as well, because as you said at the beginning, this isn't games. This is fintech. It's very different. So keeping in mind, just talking to your peers here, um, fintech app marketer to other fintech 
app marketers, what would you offer as say two pieces of top advice? My first piece of advice would be really to understand value. Um, and it's uh, something that we keep saying over and over again in marketing, but you really have to understand your value. What's especially different about FinTech is that fin uh, finances are very, very close to people's hearts. Uh, they are almost literally uh, what people wake up for every now and then. Um, and because of that, when you are a fintech app, you have to play a game where you're trying not to win just value, but just uh, but actual trust. right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, the mandate is on you for you to be able to not just market the value of that trust, which leads me, but this also leads me to my second point, which is your product. Right. And this might sound a bit counterintuitive for a marketing uh, podcast, but what's very important about it is to realize that whatever you have as a product is um, everything that you will market. Your marketing is only as good as your product can be. And because of that, it's especially important for you to work with your product team to come up with the latest developments uh, that will help assure people of your trust and to also help uh, create that value, that unique value proposition that will differentiate you from the rest of your competitors. And only then uh, can it can you really uh, maximize scale as a fintech app? It's really interesting bringing together again those two worlds. It's almost like a thread here, a light motif. You know, it's about the human, which is the trust. It's about the tech, which is the data. Also improving the product over time. So some of that feeds into that as well. And it's about context. And when we talk about context, I have to think about the big question mark. You know, what's going to happen uh, when IDFA kicks in in September? Context I'm hearing is going to be more important than ever. What's your thinking about this as a marketer? I mean, are you thinking about workarounds or is it going to be context is everything? That's the only way to target and retarget. Oh boy, IDFA. Oh yeah, IDFA, <laughs> Our favorite that topic. one. And, and we'll be long after September. It's just going to be there forever, I think. But uh... It's an entirely different era. And I think uh, my, my thinking about it is that it, because it's an entirely new era, because uh, moving forward, this is the only future we'll ever see, the, um, what we have to understand here is that this isn't the challenge. Uh, it's not something that we have to find workarounds for. Uh, it is a movement in the industry towards something that's a lot more user-centric, um, something that really does aim to, as I mentioned earlier, give the user that trust in tech, right? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, what we're really wanting to do is not know every single detail about a person's life, but to sell them a product. And because of that, the principle of privacy isn't something that should come to us as a curveball. Uh, if anything, it should actually be... Uh, I guess, a key consideration for us when it comes to planning our campaigns. So in my head, uh, whenever I think about IDFA and uh, the problems, quote unquote, that it might bring around, um, what I'm thinking is, how can we therefore shift our marketing strategies away from an identifier point of view to something that's a lot more contextual? How do we ensure that regardless who of, of who it is we're talking to and regardless of where it is we're reaching them, we are always providing value? And that's the biggest challenge that I'm really facing and the team and I'm pretty sure the rest of the world is facing um, to really understand how to get value in any context. That is a great way of looking at it. I haven't heard that before. You know, I was expecting for, oh, you know, we just have to make certain we get some emails <laughs> out to these people and get there. Well, you know, we'll just, we'll, just, we'll just reference based on the email address, you know, or we'll beg for a phone number. No, this is about rethinking marketing 
very smart, very enjoyable, and I think also very valuable for our audiences. Um, thanks so much, AJ, for being on the show and for sharing that. Thank you so much for having me, and it's been a pleasure speaking with you. It's been great, and I have to say, you know, you know, off the record, for your first podcast, I am quite impressed. Very articulate, very valuable for the audience as well. I'm sure they're going to want to maybe, you know, stay in touch, maybe connect. Is What is it? LinkedIn, Twitter? Where, where are you most active? What's the best way? You can reach me over there at LinkedIn, uh, but you can also connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I might not reply so much there, uh, but LinkedIn is always a good spot. Great. And we will have that in the show notes as well. We always link to you know, our guests, their LinkedIn page, whatever they have to offer. And of course, you can always catch up with, well, AJ and all the other mobile heroes, actually, in our series. They all have a dedicated page. Just go over to heroes.liftoff.io. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor a mobile presence, you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at MobileGroove, MobileGroove.com is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And also a relaunch, I have to say, of my website. Really pleased about that and would love to hear what you think. And you can check out this and all early episodes of our show by going to WMR.FM. And you can find our shows, as always, on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching mobile presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.